Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 59. I'm Scott Davenport. Today's topic is five tips for the beginning photographer. Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this shared passion of ours. And in today's episode, let's take one more step on our never-ending journey of photography. I meet and talk to a lot of photographers, from industry professionals to longtime enthusiasts to budding beginners. We talk shop, trade stories, ask each other questions. The exchanges among those of us initiated and field-tested with photography are much different than when speaking with a beginner. When starting out in photography, there are so many questions, so many unknowns. It often boils down to one simple question. Where do I start? In today's podcast, I offer some thoughts on where to begin if you're new to photography, five tips for the beginning photographer to build a strong foundation for what will hopefully become a lifelong pursuit. And for you beginners out there, I think this show will help you get off to a good start. And for us older souls, you're already a source of photo knowledge, and perhaps this list of five will help you give advice to beginning photographers that you're nurturing and influencing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with a friend on social media, with your camera club, and if you can, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. Fresh ratings really help other photographers find out about the show, and that's what we want, more photographers improving our craft. All right, the I'm new to photography, where do I start question. This can be a tough one to answer for a couple of reasons. A beginner asks you this question, it can be hard to recall what you didn't know when you first picked up a camera. You've built up knowledge over time and it becomes second nature. That's exactly why we practice. We want this to become second nature. So we forget that there was a time where we didn't understand aperture or the exposure triangle. Also, there are simply so many starting points in photography. Where do I tell someone to start? That uh, so many different choices, you know, where do we go? So I thought, okay, if I have 10 minutes with someone who's growing an interest in photography, what do I tell them? What's the solid guidance I can give to start them off on the right track? Well, here we go. I got five ideas. Number one, use the camera you have. If that's your mobile phone, great. If you have a hand-me-down DSLR, secondhand mirrorless, Fine. If you were gifted a new camera, lucky you, awesome, great. Use what you have. Why? Well, the great photographers before us had far less capable equipment than an entry-level camera today. Far less than our smartphones. I mean, just think about a mobile phone for a second. It's a great camera, and it's a television broadcasting network in your pocket. It's, it's an amazing device. So when you're starting out, don't rush into buying lots of gear. Take some measured steps. Grow your skills until the camera you own can't deliver on the vision you have. When the camera becomes a limiter, then it's time to buy. Also, you may not know what subjects you're truly passionate about, and depending on what you like to photograph, your gear needs may be different. Which leads to number two, as a beginning photographer, Photograph lots of things. You just may not know what you like to take pictures of, or maybe you like everything at first and you can't stop snapping away. Just take lots of photos, lots of different subjects. 
figure out which ones you enjoy capturing, and both the images that you create as well as the experience of getting them. Most beginners I meet are exploring photography for personal fulfillment and expression, so the images are important, as is the experience of capturing them. A 52 project is a good idea when beginning photography. You get a different theme each week. The 52 project provides some kind of structure, some bounds to work within, yet it also lets you explore both your photography and yourself. So second tip, photograph lots of subjects as a beginner and figure out what you like. Number three is study and practice composition. Great photos start with the fundamentals, the flow of a photo, the way the viewer's eye will move the frame. Learn composition. There are loads of free resources talking about composition. Several episodes of this podcast talk about composition. I'd say make it like a two-month project. Pick a compositional rule each week and practice it. Rule of thirds, framing, leading lines, symmetry, those things. Take a photo a day each week on one of those compositional principles and practice, practice, practice. Number four is to get familiar with basic post-processing. There's plenty of good free apps out there that can teach you the fundamentals of adjusting exposure, contrast, white balance. Uh, if you're a macOS user, Apple Photos is free and very capable. Plenty of things on our smartphones, Lightroom, On One. There's, there's loads of apps that are free and have these controls. You want to get comfortable with them because you also want to be capturing photos in RAW, adjusting the fundamentals to your taste. Why? Because longer term, as your skills grow, you'll want those raw files from your original photography exploration because you may want to do more with them. Some of my early work I wish wasn't in JPEG because I'd like to reprocess them now with the skills and knowledge I have now, but I just can't get what I want out of the files because they're in a JPEG format. They're not in RAW and there are certain highlights or shadows I can't recover. So get familiar with basic post-processing. Don't be afraid of it. You don't have to be a whiz when you're beginning, but down the line, you'll be happy you understood it and let it enable you to capture raw photos. And tip number five is to look at a lot of photos. And when you see one you like, pause and ask, why do you like it? Is it the color? Does the color convey the mood of the photo or make you feel a certain way? Happy, sad, gleeful, whatever it might be. The subject? Is it the subject that you like? The gesture of the subject? How the subject is moving or doesn't move in the frame? What about contrast? And not just contrast of tone, you know, there's light and dark, of course, but is it subject contrast? Old versus new, man versus machine, or color contrast, cool versus warm, vibrant versus muted? What about that photo made you pause, even for just a moment? Understand that. Understand how it made you feel, and then incorporate that into your own work. When you see a scene in the world, you see an event happening, it makes you feel a certain way, that's a photo opportunity. So looking at lots of photos early as a beginner, that's the start of beginning to see the world as a visual artist. So number five, look at lots of photos, and when you see one you like, understand why you liked it. 
So that's my elevator pitch for beginning photographers. To recap those five tips. Number one, use the camera you have. It's very capable. Trust me, it's very difficult to buy a bad camera these days. Use the camera you have until it becomes a limiter on what you want to capture. Number two, photograph lots of different things. Figure out what subjects you like, what becomes the thing that you can't help but photograph. Number three, study and practice composition. The fundamentals are always important. Great photos start with solid composition. Number four, get familiar with basic post-processing so you're not afraid of raw files. It's okay to shoot in JPEG to start with, maybe raw plus JPEG, you get going. You want those raw files because as your skills grow, you may want to go back and do more and you'll have the raw material, no pun intended, to do so. And number five, look at lots of photos and when you see one you like, take a moment and understand why you like it. Spending time on these things early in your photography, I think will serve you very, very well and set you on the path to a lifelong enjoyment of visual expression. brief bit of studio news this week, a big heartfelt thank you to Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is the podcasting service that I use to host Stop Down Podcast. I rely on them week in and week out to deliver this podcast to you and to all the different platforms, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Amazon Music and all the different places that this podcast goes. I bring them up because Buzzsprout has been the subject of a denial of service attack for the last several days, and it's still going on as I record this. If you don't know what that is, all it means is there's some bad actor out there that is barraging Buzzsprout servers with bogus requests and causing the systems to either crash or just not be able to process the real traffic, the people that want to get the podcast content from all the different podcasts they host. Throughout this ordeal, Buzzsprout has been incredible about communication to podcasters like myself, letting us know what's going on, letting us know what they're doing to try to recover their machines. Uh, talking about the fact this is uh, some kind of like, you know, like really ransomware, really. They're, you know, being extorted, you know, give me some money and then I'll let your servers run normally again. And they're fighting the good fight, but their communication has just been exemplary. Even so far as when there was a period where it seemed the attacks were dying down, I noticed a little bit of a glitch on my side and I wasn't sure, is this due to the denial of service attack? Is it something unique to me? I sent in a quick message to ask within five minutes, during all of this, within five minutes, they responded back, said, yeah, this is a, you know, kind of a fallout of what's going on with this ongoing attack. But that level of response during a denial of service attack where all of their customers are feeling pain, it's above and beyond. So Buzzsprout, thank you very much. I obviously made the right choice when I chose you to host this podcast. Keep at it. You're doing a great job. And I really appreciate what you do for podcasters. Some more thank yous, of course, to members of the Patreon community. It's your support that makes this podcast possible. Your pledges keep the podcast on the air month in and month out. 
You are there for me, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. I hope you are enjoying the additional content that goes to the members area. And as always, you have my ears. If you've got a question, anyone in the Patreon membership area, ask away. I'll respond incredibly quickly. Maybe not as fast as Buzzsprout does. Five minutes, that's, that's a tough one to beat. But I can promise you I will answer. That's for sure. And if you're interested in the Patreon community, check the show notes. There's a link there. There's also many other ways you can support the podcast that are zero cost. Simply leaving a rating, sharing the podcast with a photo friend. Those are all great things to help support the show and you know, keep the ball rolling here. And that'll wrap it up for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope if you're a beginner, this gives you a good foundation to start your photo journey on. And if you're an old soul, I hope this gave you some ideas for your mentoring when you're helping a new budding photographer begin a lifelong pursuit of photography. If you have other thoughts or ideas about the show, please feel free to use the contact form on stopdownpodcast.com. Messages come straight to me, no robots. And until next time, my name is Scott Davenport. Have fun. Thank you.